Hello and welcome boys and girls to the story with a purpose or swap episode on your favorite podcast Once upon a time with Uttara. 15th August is celebrated as the Independence Day of India and in 2021 this year we recently celebrated our 74th year of independence. The freedom that we take for granted now in modern India wasn't always there. You all know that as a country we were ruled over by the british for centuries but have you ever wondered about the hundreds and thousands of brave men and women who were part of this long and difficult freedom struggle against the british until we finally gained independence as a country in 1947 the sad part is that we will never fully know many of the names of these brave people But this episode and the next one are dedicated to a few of those freedom fighters and torchbearers of hope who didn't get enough mentions in our history books and about whom you may not know too much. This is a tribute to them. I hope you enjoy these small but touching stories. Today's first story is about a great lady who is popularly known as Rani Rashmoni. Now children she was not actually a rani or queen but was lovingly called Lok Mata Rani Rashmoni by the people for all the great work that she did Her actual name was Rashmoni Dash and she was born in the year 1793 in Kona village in British India in North 24 Paraganas near Kolkata The entire country was under British rule at the time with the east india company virtually controlling all trade and military activities rani rashmoni had been married into a rich zamindar family which had acquired a lot of wealth from trading on the waters of the hugli river a tributary of the ganga or the ganges she was not only beautiful but also very smart and brave and she helped and assisted her husband Babu Raja Chandra Dash in business matters they had four daughters but her husband passed away in 1836 and Rani Rashmoni took over the running of the business she proved herself to be a very clever and capable administrator around that time the fishing communities in Bengal were facing a tough time as the East India Company had imposed taxes on their boats They went to plead their case to Rani Rashmoni asking for her help. The clever lady leased a large stretch of the river from the East India Company for a princely sum of 10000 rupees. She then cordoned off the area with heavy iron chains from bank to bank and allowed the fishermen to ply their boats thus saving their source of income and livelihood. The Britishers were not able to do anything as the lease property was governed by their private property rules. She told them that she would be ready to fight with them in court if needed. Even today, among the folk culture of the Bengal fishermen, the waters of the Hooghly are fondly remembered as Rani Rashmoni's Jol or Rani Rashmoni's Waters. This incident was just one of the many examples of cleverness in Rani Rashmoni's life. 
She also made several business deals, many of them linked to the East India Company, which grew her family's wealth even more. But having earned so much money, she poured much of it into several social projects which would help the common people. She was interested in spiritual and educational matters among others. She oversaw the construction of a road from Shubornorekha to Puri for pilgrims. She funded the construction of several ghats such as the Babu Ghat in Kolkata in her late husband's memory, Ahiri Ghat and Neem Ghat for the daily bathers in the Ganges. She donated large amount of funds to the Imperial Library, now known as the National Library of India, as well as to the Hindu College, which is now known as the Presidency College. There are several other buildings and monuments that she funded throughout her life and which still stand across the entire state of Bengal. However, her most famous contribution to the cultural heart of Bengal was by the building and funding of the world-famous Tokhineshwar Temple in North 24 Paraganas, which is regarded as one of the holiest sites for Hindus across the country. She became the patron of the great spiritual philosopher Ramakrishna Paramahansa, who was the guardian of the Dokkineshwar temple after it was built. Rani Rashmoni continued to undertake several projects for the common people throughout her life. Many books, a movie and even a very popular television series have been made about her life. In her honour, the postal department issued a special postage stamp on her bicentennial anniversary in the year 1993. The good that she did for the common people and the spirit that she showed against the East India Company had a lasting impact and helped to strengthen the cause of India's freedom. And this brings me to today's second story about a lesser-known freedom warrior. His name was Birsa Munda. He was born in 1875 in present-day Jharkhand. He was a tribal folk hero of the Munda tribe and led a tribal revolt against the British Raj and stressed getting back the rights and the freedom enjoyed by the tribal people throughout history. Due to the British Raj's policy of converting tribal land into a part of their feudal state, the traditional tribals were not able to tend to the land and generate surplus food. As a result, they could not pay their share of taxes and their land was taken away from them. By the time Birsa Munda grew up to be a young man, several Munda tribesmen had been reduced to the sorry state of being marginal farmers. Marginal farmers are basically labourers who till other people's land and get some food as payment to survive. It is a very difficult existence. Birsa Munda realised that he had to do something drastic to change the situation of his people under the British Raj. He declared himself to be a prophet who had come to recover the lost kingdom of his people. 
he gave orders to the tenant farmers to pay no rents his slogan threatening the british raj is still remembered in areas of jharkhand odisha bihar west bengal and madhya pradesh it said abua raj setar jana maharani raj tundu jana which literally means let the kingdom of the queen be ended and our kingdom be established the mundas started calling him dharti aba or the father of the earth he was even sent to jail for 2 years but came out and spearheaded a movement which kept attacking people and places that were loyal to the british the local administrators put a reward on his head and birsa munda was finally captured and arrested in the year 1900 he and many other tribals were put on trial birsa munda and five of his fellow warriors died while still in jail on 9th of june 1900 at the tender age of only 25 years although the freedom movement lost its steam after his death the government was forced to pass a new act in 1908 which protected the lands and rights of the tribals he is fondly remembered as mr jharkhand even though he died more than 100 years ago in fact the modern state of jharkhand was formally carved out of bihar on his birth anniversary on 15th november 2000 all over jharkhand there are several memorials in his honor like the birsa munda airport at ranchi birsa institute of technology at sindri birsa munda tribal university birsa agricultural university birsa college at kunti and so on he is the only tribal leader whose portrait hangs in the central hall of parliament and he continues to live on as a bright spark in local people's memories i hope you enjoyed these two unusual tales about our early freedom warriors children let me know what you liked and send me a message i will see you on the next episode of your favorite podcast once upon a time with uttara with another exciting story until then take care be brave and bye bye